Butter Tripe, Confessions of a Raw Fed Dog Mum with your hosts, Steph and Yaz. Don't forget to like and subscribe to keep up to date with our latest raw adventures. Hi everyone and welcome to our first episode of Utter Tripe. I'm Yaz. And I'm Steph. And we're bringing you Confessions of a Raw Fed Dog Mum. Oh, result! Yes. You did it, you said it right. Uh, right, we're only about five in, five takes in. We've got it. We've got it. We've nailed it. So, here we are on our very first podcast. Yep. In a very um, hot van. Yep, we're sat in the front of the van. <laughs> because, well, we we basically, we decided to do a podcast. Yep. We've called it Utter Tripe. Yes, it will have a YouTube series. Yes. So you will actually get to see our face. Yeah, if you want to. Or you could just listen to us. Or you could just listen to us in the car. Yeah, I mean, it. I do feel like we have um It's not a face for radio, because that is an insult to you. <laughs> <laughs> we have a face for YouTube, radio, Instagram, yes. Facebook, whatever. Yes. <laughs> so, we, yeah, we are just here, and we, we, didn't, we don't have an office. It's nothing fancy. No. Just... We're starting in the car with a muff. <laughs> right, you're gonna to have to explain to people who are listening to the podcast what the muff is. So I actually got bought this as a Christmas present. It's a good idea. And it's just like you know, if you send a weather presenter out into the wilderness mm-hmm. and they clip it to their lapel, oh, nice. that's what you do with that. Oh, so but this one plugs into your phone. This one plugs into your phone, and it's really clear. And hopefully, the sound is phenomenal. Yeah, because we're phenomenal. in we're in our um, sound studio, aka the cab of the van. The cab of the van. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's jump in. Why? Well, where did where did it start for both of us? Really? Why did why did we start doing this? Where did like? So, it's always been something that's played on my mind mm-hmm. about bringing transparency through the industry. So, obviously, showing the inside of what manufacturers do, what uh, suppliers do, because in my other business, that's what I've done. I've been places and I've been to shops and I've been mm-hmm. to manufacturers. And I just want to actually show people what I see. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I feel that's probably very similar to you but you're it, it, we're coming from two different points of view so I'm coming as a I came from a surprise point of view but I just want to be a normal person to show the outside world yeah where we are and then for, I think for me I'm very much well the consumer yeah. side of things um so the the thing that I love you know like well any raw feeder that you speak to you know they want to know the inside and outside yeah. of everything possible um, that's why we've moved away from processed food because you can't see what's in it. Absolutely. Whereas with your raw food, you know, you can see what's in it. And for us to kind of go in, ask the questions from a consumer point of view, yeah. and a what would you class yourself as? I would say I'm like I'm like a I'm like well I'm a shop supplier. You're like a stockist. A stockist. So obviously I'm seeing it from two points of views. I want to see it as what what raw materials are we bringing into my business so mm-hmm. what what are they doing in their business that do i want to stock it number yeah. one mm-hmm. so would i want to put my name against it mm-hmm. my reputation against mm-hmm. it and back it because anything we do have is tried and tested with my own dogs yeah and then obviously for me i've also got my own dogs mm-hmm. 
and I just want to see the, the whole way through and actually I just want to be able to throw the doors open mm. and actually go, do you know what, we're all welcome to have a look, unlike <laughs> the, the, the traditional kibble industry. Which is very closed doors, very hush-hush, very... Yeah, I mean, when you look at it, it's, it's obviously quite different because, unbelievably, um, and it might be a shock to some people listening to this, most are made in a, in a couple of select factories, so... See, I didn't know that when you, when you told me about yeah. that, that most, say, like, ten different kibble brands we'll call it kibble for people who don't know what kibble is i, I refer biscuit, to kibble as yeah. a biscuit um so when you said like it's literally a couple of factories mm-hmm. that make about 10 different brands i was like so they're not even making it themselves no no and that's me that's been raw feeding for for years now yeah. thought thought i knew a, f- a fair bit about the kibble industry i knew nothing and this is this is what you know another kind of part of of utter tribe we want to discuss what's happening in our own industry so the raw industry create that transparency and then hopefully off the back of that ask the questions and see if we get the answers yeah yeah you know i think this you know we're not here we're not trying to poke holes in people and what they're doing because i i think we can all do better wherever you are wherever you sit in the industry yeah i think there's always that if you if you no longer want to do better, I think the question for me is why are you still in the industry mm-hmm. in wherever you are, and that yeah. comes from if you're manufacturing cardboard boxes. If you don't want to be the best manufacturer of cardboard boxes, why are you doing? Why are you doing it? Why yeah. You, yeah, yeah. So that's I think that's for me where where I want to go, and I just want to back our industry, really. Because more people need to know about it. I think yeah. once once you're in the community, like I, when I moved from from process to to raw, I was overwhelmed at this community that were so welcoming. It was a little bit intimidating at first because you know with <laughs> with any kind of uh, raw feeding, there's loads of different ways that you can do it. So trying to find or navigate my way through, you know, what I thought was the best choice for my dogs was a bit like. Oh, but now I'm in this community, I abs- I love this community. Yeah. And I think once you're kind of over that fence, because I sat on the fence for a while, and then I fell into the, the raw garden. The raw garden. The raw garden. The oh, garden of like the- <laughs> raw. The garden of raw. Um, once I kind of fell into that, I was like, why didn't I know about this before? I was literally oblivious. And I've worked with dogs for... Well, it'll be coming up it'll be coming up five years now yeah and I'd, I'd heard of raw but i just didn't like it, the word raw and that was about it that's yeah. as far as i, I think took that's, it that's you know? quite good because obviously you're coming in from like a, if you like a five-year point of view mm. and i mean i've always been around dogs from i was near eye to a grasshopper <laughs> but it only really came on my radar about 13 years ago mm-hmm. but it was hideously taboo yeah if you talked about it back then mm-hmm. to the point where you would you would alienate people in and ask that they would ask you physically ask you not to speak to them ever again <sighs> even if you know conversation down the pub that just you couldn't have that yeah and it still it does still have that taboo status however mm. i'd say i'd say that i've been in the holistic world so the raw world whatever yeah. you want to call it i've been on this side of the, the fence for about two years now and within that two years 
the growth the it's like uh, you know i'm riding the wave at the moment this wave hasn't reached its peak you know and it's, it's it has been phenomenal it's been to say we've had a lockdown as well i think that it's it's been really difficult for 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 everyone um regardless of what trade you're in but the fact that there's still been i i still feel there's been there's growth a, i mean the, I, I could probably tell you some figures next time just based on what my business does outside yeah yeah um i mean we we came into the pandemic with uh, sorry we came into the new building with six members of staff mm-hmm. and that was the october 19 so just, just before, before the pandemic mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we're going out this october with 21 members of staff that's incredible that's absolutely incredible but that is that is a testament to you your work ethic and the business that you're building you know the demand is there in your the, the demand is there for for good quality honest and this is the this is the thing honest reliable so obviously yeah with raw you're going to get recalls yeah they're going to happen yeah. we're working with raw materials and we don't want to be afraid if you like of of bacteria because we've this is what we've been conditioned to so we've been yeah. conditioned to spraying everything with 99.9 percent that kills clean your hands which absolutely kills your own microbiome when you when you're cleaning your hands all the time but yeah i think we have we have been conditioned to be to be frightened of bugs yeah Yeah. absolutely and and that that. goes with the raw and then that goes with your anti-raw if you like so people who are anti-raw so you will wherever you go in whatever field you know wherever around wherever you are in the world mm. you're going to come across somebody who has an opinion about raw feeding of course it's getting i find that it's getting to the point with raw feeding it's you don't it falls into the same category as religion politics and covid it's, it's hideous and now raw brexit. now raw, and brexit <laughs> brexit five things we can't talk about at a dinner party but it's it's literally because i um, we, we've had this discussion before I go through I'll be like sometimes I'm like oh yeah I'm alright I'm okay and then I'm like really like heavy with my raw and then I'm like oh it's yeah. okay you know and I'm kind of like flitting backwards and forwards and then there's a sometimes there's a lot of frustration there yes. because I get really frustrated at the industry at the corporate industry that creates the infrastructure for you know yeah. vets and, and you know that's that's not me vet bashing at all because there are some absolutely fantastic vets that were i've had fantastic amazing vets that um sold hills you know and that, the, that doesn't you're it, not, they're not t- you're not taking away from what they're what they're professionally trained to do though no that's not the thing that's not they've they've studied and they've trained and some will specialize yeah in, in bits and bats they we need vets of course we do and we actually should learn to nurture vets so there is a place where they can go mm-hmm. where actually i was very impressed i don't know if they're still doing it they might not because it's a bit of covid but when when you could actually go and visit them the uh, raw veterinary society yeah you used to be able to if you've got a vet to go so if i was at a veterinary practice who didn't believe in raw and it was it's it was basically something like that you could go for free or it, a way to entice them to go mm-hmm. or there was mm-hmm. something that it, it was something like that and it was just really nice that actually there is something there for people who who are professional people yeah 
who we need in everyday circumstances mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we can't we can't evade them so no. there's no point i was very gosh this was going back when people were fighting me 13 years ago and it was like you're gonna kill your dog and all the rest of it and mm-hmm. i thought i can go i can go without a vet yeah, yeah um no you can't you can't you can't because if your dog was i always say to people if my dog you know god forbid was hit by a car and broke their leg right i would go to the first hills feeding steroid aquaquel whatever pumping pumping vet that i could get to and say please god help my dog i think with our community um as much as i adore our community it can sort of trickle into that vet bashing kind of territory because we've worked how to do something different yes vets can find that intimidating sometimes well, do you know what i think it is and it all for me it boils down to the fact that they've been given their little bit of education on nutrition which is a little bit that is true that fact it is and it was given to them by a, a biased party so it's a representative from a kibble company so yes. it's like you know how how balanced are they going to be and that's it? just like somebody who's manufacturing raw going in and giving the lecture it would be unbalanced yeah so it's not it's not that i want to see you know the next big raw brand going in and sitting down with all these young mm-hmm. uh, vets and, and veterinary nurses teaching them mm-hmm. i don't want to see that no i want to see proper solid do you know what this is this is how we deal with problems if mm-hmm. this is presents mm-hmm. then we need to look at this and give them multiple options mm-hmm. so somebody who is who is n- neither or yeah, yeah. um professionally mm-hmm. because obviously that's important mm-hmm. personally you can think whatever you want mm-hmm. that's you know i'm not taking who do you think might be that representative then because for in, in my head i'd have it that it'd be like an open conversation so it'd be one representative from the companies that already do go in but there's more of a representation from the raw community such as a raw food brand or yeah. a pro raw vet going in and doing lectures which has started happening because um yes. good old nick's been he went up to yeah. oh god what's the one in scotland there's a veterinary hospital the, in scotland i should know um, this i want natural no it's not... it's a university oh a university is it i want to say it's dick college but i'm I, oh i think it's that but i'm pretty sure i'm not swearing i'm pretty sure that's what it's called yeah no there is there one. is there one is isn't one, 100%. it 100 percent. i'll have to we'll we'll have to ask but yeah nick has gone in and done lectures so it's like well can't we get more things like that happening as opposed to like a one-day thing out of seven but years that's still one man and i love nick yeah, yeah. Not, this is not me bashing nick at all i love nick and and but that's still one man he one can't man can't spread once. himself so yeah, yeah. it needs to be a <clears throat> gosh we're going right deep now so basically how how formulated pet foods have come about so kibble and mm-hmm. they've got a giant big book that tells them how much um they need to for the minimums and maximums for yeah, yeah. sort of each vitamin and mineral and all the rest of it we need to talk about things like that and have a body that's separate that teaches nutrition because your doctor doesn't know nutrition they would send you to a nutritionalist yeah, yeah. you need to be starting to let more nutritionalists come through that's yeah. that's for me where the crux of the matter mm-hmm. is because there's only i think there's only what four registered veterinary nutritionists in the country or something, something, something it's like a ridiculous very, very number small. because whenever you see 
vets bashing raw they're always like if you're going to feed raw you know you need to make sure it's formulated by a veterinary nutritionist da, 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 yeah. da, da. Um, but there's only like four and how many how many people own dogs and cats in this country well there's four but do they you see there is four and, I, and i'm talking about america now um and it's it's not dissimilar to over there mm-hmm. and they but they're formulators if you like or some of them are yeah. more um swaying to the kibble because obviously they're backed by and being lined by the pockets of the, yeah if he's a massive multi-billion corporations yeah that and it's when you like even when i've been looking at so like my for my business i i read research papers predominantly about joint health and yeah. hereditary joint conditions and things like that and when i look at them i'll go, i'll scroll down find the author you click on the author and then there's like there there was some really obscure study about i think it was about heart condition or something i can't remember but I, you fall into the, i call them a scroll hole when you start okay. when you start reading a research paper it'll send you on to that one and then you'll go on to this one and you yeah. do literally fall down a rabbit hole and yeah he worked he worked for hills and then i remember once mm. going to um going to i was i was sat in my pajamas probably in the office on, on a differential <laughs> webinar um about um top half a, dress a, a, bottom half not no they want a camera oh you thank god right. yeah oh, yeah, yeah i was fine didn't no, even have to brush your hair didn't even have to brush my hair oh, anything i love this stunning absolutely stunning so there was no camera right and this guy was at oh is it, it stanford university cornell no cornell university i think it was and it was a webinar about pet obesity and how to kind of tackle it and he was saying my cat this is my cat so bear in mind this guy lectures about pet obesity this cat was like the back end of a bus and i was like right okay and he's like oh the problem that i have is that he's always stealing my other cat's food and it panned round he showed it was like a video of this cat and it lo and behold it was a bowl of dry yeah. dry biscuits and he was like so what i've done is i've built this hutch thing that's thin enough so the thin cat can get in to get the food and the fat cat can't get in and i will find the email i sent like and i just was like writing down some points and stuff because you could ask questions um during the webinar but i didn't want to be i didn't want to be that person you know that's like why don't you feed raw i wanted to make sure it was take the emotion out of it because yeah. i get very fiery yeah, about yeah, it yeah. take the emotion out of it i thought i'm gonna just make some notes i'm gonna write an email i will find you the email it's they never did get back to me they got back to me once um saying we've passed this on and then i didn't hear anything else but yeah he built instead of addressing actually why is the cat massively overweight he built a wooden hutch thing i thought for god's sakes if this is people at the top of their game this is people top academics but that's probably quite a good um is it is, is the word euphemism <laughs> for for life because we tend to put a plaster on something yeah yeah that is hideously boiling over mm-hmm. instead of dealing with the root of the problem yeah so obviously nutrition as we all know and, I th- and regardless of what camp you're sat in right now listening to this it is a cornerstone of health yes we can't get away from that that is it is a pillar of course it is so we are and have been drummed into and and you only have to switch 
the telly on or listen to the radio or even go sit in a doctor's surgery the poster will be there and they've got that five a day thing going yeah in fact i think encouraging, it might be seven a day yeah encouraging and, you to eat fresh food yeah but yet the is it eat well live well or something, something like that it's like really it's like bright colors isn't yeah it? you can tell i pay attention to it whilst. <laughs> but it, it's there it's in your head it's there it's yeah. gone in and that's the thing that we we have been continually told that if we continue to eat processed foods mm-hmm. i.e your micro meals you know I, i'm yeah. pretty sure i remember i don't know how long ago it was sorry lily's making lily's here by the way i don't know if you can hear her go <laughs> right come here then come here She's like, she just Mom. wanted to sit on my knee <laughs> there's three of us there's, <laughs> there's three of us here um but it was like in my head there was a microwave that was like chomping this mm-hmm. and spitting this mm-hmm. um microwave like demonizing this microwave yeah, yeah. and it's a bit like the going back to the and i don't want to say a brand but when they spray it on and it kills 99.9 percent of all viruses and bacteria, bacteria. <laughs> um, and it has those bacteria that are green and they've got like Little chomping mouths and they're that, spiky yeah and they yeah, look yeah. they look horrible mm-hmm. and it's it's demonizing that but weirdly we don't have that sort of marketing campaign because that's what it is if you like it's yeah it's really good it's really good marketing for pets mm. and to me there's only one reason for that Ooh. money yeah of course it is money 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 and it's it's a massive massive industry i mean we frequently talk and it's probably no secret and obviously again i don't know whereabouts you are on your journey when you're listening to to this podcast it's did you know who was making your food Mm. that's that i think if that is the only question you ask yourself after this podcast Mm -hmm. do you know who's making your food and if you turn around and say the brand of kibble Mm -hmm. do you know who's making that brand of kibble do you know who's owned yeah who owns it who owns it because that i i don't know how far into my journey that i watched it it was i watched pet fooled yes and that absolutely horrified me i absolutely i i I cried when i watched that i was just absolutely and i was already raw feeding and it's like like adam my um forever what would you call long him? Long suffering. Long suffering. Yeah, my long suffering <laughs> husband. He's gonna like that. He'll like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll like that. And um, he was he was saying, "Yaz, our dogs are fed raw." This is before I started, you know, ranting. Well, not ranting. Been passionate about raw. He was like, "Your dogs are fed raw." He was like, "Why do you need to? Why do you need to tell everyone else about it?" And I said, "Because I wish I knew different." Do you know what I mean? I wish you have you have that fire in your belly. It's like mm, that burning desire yeah. to make a difference to somebody else's pet's life. Yeah, so they don't have to go through the pain that we have mm. when we, you know, we 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 could have known different. I think there's a difference, right? There's a difference if you if you know the benefits of raw and still choose to feed kibble. That is absolutely your prerogative. That's absolutely fine. I've done my part by telling you. But if I can focus my attention on the people who are on that fence, they're not in the raw garden yet. Yeah. They're, you know, they're, ju- they're, they're looking at pet ingredient yep. labels. They know how to read the labels. They know what they should be avoiding. And they're just kind of, ooh, yep. they just don't have that confidence. If we can give someone that confidence to jump in, it'll be potentially, you know, the best. Actually, no, it will definitely be the best decision that you've made there for is, your dog, I'm going to say you know, there isn't there's... many people I've spoken to who've said it didn't make any difference yeah 
are going to remove puppies from that situation because obviously they haven't usually mm-hmm. had the build up of, yeah. of an adult dog mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. the older your dog is when you switch it yeah. usually the, the bigger benefit you see yeah, afterwards yeah. Mm-hmm. so because puppies have that lovely youthful goodness from the mum and stuff don't they so yeah, you might so, not so you see. have to wait you have to wait mm. till the, the end if you like yeah, and that's yeah. what i say so you, you want to you want to scale in fact um rodney and karen have got it in their new book they released a little picture of it um it's the forever dog if you haven't ordered it you need to pre-order i've that. got it on pre-order it's well coming... i've got five copies on pre-order cause... right that's showing off i've only got one <laughs> no, I, I wanted one and he, i wanted olivia to have one yeah, yeah. Lauren, all the girls do you know yeah, yeah and i just i just i thought right i'm gonna buy five because i know what's gonna happen i'm gonna get it and everyone's gonna be snatching it and i <laughs> and i get hangry so that that i could just feel that i was going to be hangry over the book yeah that hunger for knowledge the hunger for knowledge <laughs> <laughs> and i didn't want to give it up but it and it and it talked about there's the well it didn't talk about anything what am i talking about it it showed you a picture of a timeline of how if we fed them kibble how it descended very quickly um on the on yeah. the timeline mm-hmm. of, of life if you yeah, like yeah. and then it showed it showed another timeline of a of a dog say who was on a fresh raw diet mm-hmm. and it was very stable all the way along its mm-hmm. life and then right at the end it just dropped off mm-hmm. and that's obviously when you would consider you know end of life, end of life so actually they're, they're, they had the best life from mm-hmm. start to finish so it wasn't yeah. just the first little bit of life yeah, yeah. and that was very interesting that depicted it really well for me mm-hmm. I quite like that because obviously Isla says um, and I, I love Isla. Love Isla. Big shout out to Isla. Massive <laughs> shout out to Isla. She says, um, "Let your health span match your, your lifespan." Life yeah. And when you let that sink in a little bit, mm-hmm. and you soak that, and you mm-hmm. just sit there for a little second, so let your health span match your lifespan, or their health span match mm-hmm. their lifespan. Mm-hmm. When you sit and think about that, we we do tend to say an eight-year-old dog. Mm-hmm is old it's a senior yeah. dog and it's i think we especially with the work that i do the dogs that i see that are that are you know um like i'll i'll, I'll find i'll find the video a poodle came to me and i was it was his first appointment and he was walking up and down and i thought man yeah he's about five six or something like that and i said oh just remind me how old is he again she was like oh 12 and then he fell over and i went what are you feeding him that's the first thing <laughs> what are you feeding him and she was like oh he's raw fed and i was like i can't believe that even me a season well semi no I would, I'm a, yeah i'd say i'm a seasoned raw feeder and so a lot yeah i've seen i've seen a fair bit i didn't even guess that I just I just thought it was just a young dog because I'm so used to seeing very you know like dogs aging prematurely you know yeah. um so but I luckily um I'd say I'd say about 80% of my customers are off 80 to 85% are off because I, it's such an important thing I can't do my job properly if your dog's not getting what they need on a cellular level firstly like that. you know um I, I can't do my job properly i can i can do my best and i'll still get results but to get optimal results yeah you've got it you've got to start with the diet that's why it's that's why it's one of my that, questions on yeah. my consultation Corn, form you know it's that again. cornerstone of health if you have a pro-inflammatory diet because 
90, 99% of the things that I deal with are inflammatory conditions such as arthritis or hip dysplasia which then is secondary arthritis or yeah. um, muscle injuries which is pro-inflammatory oh my god we're nearly, <laughs> nearly half an hour where's that got to this, this is what me and Steph do we go on tangents and then we'll end up talking for three hours well, so we've we ha- been, su- we we been super strict that it's like just having a conversation as yeah. if you were here in the room of us. Mm, that's definitely. what we want our podcast that's what we to want. be. Dead chill. Dead, dead chill. Dead and chill. Just talking about really the obstacles we overcome, mm-hmm. what we see, what mm-hmm. we deal with, what it's like, dealing with our staff who are... Walking around the van, at, trying to Trying to put us off, off. our first ever <laughs> podcast. podcast. <laughs> He's such a reprobate. I know. Where did we find him from? <laughs> But um, well, I think well, well I, I, I think, think we've covered it. We have because we didn't know where to start, did we? We were like, well, what are we going to talk about? Well, we'll start. You know, why did we start doing a tripe? And then we've got we've touched base on about oh. twenty different topics. This is this is totally. Can you tell it's totally unscripted? <laughs> and I, I was telling Paul about it. This actually what we were doing earlier, mm-hmm. and he was like, "So what are you going to talk about?" I was like, "Well, well." Um, I don't know, but you know I can fill an hour. I can fill an hour when I've only got 20 minutes, so don't worry. We got this. We got I can, this. I can chat a glass eye to sleep. It's no problem. That's what that guy said, doesn't it? I love that. What was it? What was he called again? He, he had the aftershave. Oh. What's his name? Oh, Sean. Sean. Sean, big shout out to Big Sean. shout out to Sean. Big love to Sean. Yes. And his aftershave. I love, yeah. I smell, I like, like, it smells fantastic, doesn't it? Like I don't like. I like somebody who smells nice. Yeah, it smells not, smart. Not good it, for the dog, but <laughs> no, 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 not not good for the not dog. Not dog friendly. All but... the perfumes and yeah. stuff. But... but you know, there you, there you go. go. There you go. We're normal human people, I think, at yeah. the end of the day, and that's what we want to portray. Yorkshire lasses. York, Yorkshire, 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 through and through, through and through. Do, we, do you think we need to do subtitles? On? I know you can't do subtitles on a podcast, can you? Oh well, that's going to be difficult for people that can't understand us, isn't it? <laughs> if you have any complaints, email it to uh, complaints department at utter tribe. We haven't got it. We haven't got it. You, you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you have any complaints, just um, yeah, compl- please, please don't tell me. Don't just, tell it. We don't want to hear it. We've got a vibe. We've got a good thing going on. We've got, we've got a good vibe. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> if only if only me and you ever listened to it, I'll have had a good time. <laughs> we get two subscribers just me and you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my days. Oh, my days. But um, please make sure that you follow us on social media. So that's on Instagram and Facebook. We'll be getting our YouTube channel up. So make sure that you uh, like, subscribe, share it. Um, If you've enjoyed this podcast, if you could leave us a review, that would be fabulous. Um, Just so more people, you know, we can can reach as many people as possible. And let us know what you want us to talk about. Yeah, if if you've got something in particular you want to hear us have a little waffle about, just give us a shout drop us a message and uh, we'll be on to a good one we will it was lovely it was good it was really good Um, I I could do with a cup of tea though let's go we're going to go and have a cup of tea let's go have a cup of tea perfect right see you soon guys bye Bye. how do we turn it off utter tripe confessions of a raw fed dog mum with your hosts Steph and Yaz Don't forget to like and subscribe to keep up to date with our latest raw adventures.